So as a result of my mind being on track, um, I found a method that works, uh, works for me. Um, it might not work for you, um, but it works for me. And so the lesson today is that we're going to share um, this method, and it's called, you know, I asked Ms. Krause, yeah, name it whatever you want. It says prayer journal. So we'll just call it prayer journal. So this is my prayer journal um, that I have um, uh, written. And what, what I tell you by what I have written is, is a sense of, I don't know how to say, it's brought leadership to. Um, what I mean by that is that um, I have a, a prayer book here, and I've taken this prayer book, and I've written a lot of different prayers inside of here. Just pieces of prayer starts in here, and then, um, I, and, then, and then I pray off that journal. So I just want to walk through it to be very simple, just to kind of show you uh, the system, how it works. In fact, I won't get into that because there's, about, there's four different layers to this prayer journal. Okay, So if I give you what I do, then you, I'll really confuse you. So I'm just going to move into the uh, four different layers, starting with the first. If I want to pray for a long time. I have what I call prayer starts, and uh, these prayer whoa, these prayer starts um, are universal starts uh, that I just wrote. And uh, through the years, as I'm praying, I just wrote these. And uh, when I wrote these, it's like, yeah, I need this. Yeah, I, I need this. Yeah, I need this. I need this. And then I just write them. And then through my journal, which is uh, right here, this is my original. And then right here is my one that I kind of moved it towards because this one is starting to fall apart is that I would just write in these things of different things that I needed. Now there's four different prayers that God always says yes to. If there's four different prayers that God always says yes to, I'm gonna ask for those things. So I put them at the top of the list. And it would be the concept of God give me. So this is the way that I would end up praying. God give me wisdom. I wouldn't just say God give me wisdom. It would be a prayer start that would launch me into a prayer of begging and pleading for wisdom. God, give me wisdom. I feel like I, I don't have it. I feel like um, I'm desperate for it. God, I understand my responsibility in this life in raising children. I understand my responsibility in this life of even bringing leadership to a church. It's, it's an area and a place, God, that, that I'm intimidated by. God, if I don't have wisdom, God, I'm gonna struggle in this area. Therefore, God, I beg for wisdom. I plead for wisdom. God, it's required in my position. God, please give it to me. So I didn't say, hey, God, give me wisdom. I actually just carried it through because it started my mind going on my desperately need for wisdom, on my hunger for wisdom, and then I just, I just prayed it. And then I just moved to the next one after I'm done praying for wisdom. I say, God, please give me strength. God, I feel feeble. I don't want to feel feeble. I want to be man with perseverance. I want to be a man that is committed to getting done with the responsibility, God, that you have handed to me. God, I want to be able to study, take the time that I study. And I also want to be, take the time, God, to get my yard done, take the time to love my wife like you love the church, take the time to raise my children. God, without strength, God, it's impossible for me to do it. God, I beg you, give me strength, knowing, God, that every time I pray for strength, God, you're going to answer me. Therefore, God, I'm confident with the fact that you will give me strength as a result of this request I have this morning. Please give me strength. God, give me joy. God, I go through valleys and I go through troubles in my life. God, but don't let those situations, don't let those circumstances take my, take my joy away. God, we know that joy only comes from you and as a result of joy only coming from you, I need it, specifically from you, where I'm not controlled by anything in this world, but controlled by you 
as you shower joy into my heart. See, what happens is, is you're praying through each of these. God, give me peace. And then all of a sudden, you know where you're at in regards to peace. You know if you have it. You know if you don't have it. You know if you need it. You know the situations you're, you're faced with. God, I do not have peace in this situation. As a result of not having peace in this situation, I have to change. Because if I don't change, God, I'm going to bring out my anger towards this individual that is bringing this conflict upon me. And as a result of God, there's no peace in my life. God, I beg for peace. I beg for forgiveness. I beg for strength, God, to overcome this thing that's coming on me because I know peace is needed, God, for me to persevere. See, what you're doing is you're praying specifically for those things. God always answers these prayers. Pray for wisdom, pray for strength, pray for joy, pray for peace, and pray for opportunity. That's, that's even the fifth one. Pray for those things. God answers them. And so you can spend 10 minutes right there. On, I mean, it all depends on what's taking place in your life. What happens is it, it's for me, it's just it's very focused. It's very focused on what I'm looking for. Now, sometimes, you know, I'll rush through journals and I'll do lots of them, or sometimes I'll just do a, you know, I'll just do this piece or that piece. But when you start praying for these, you will not believe that the time that goes by and that you don't have enough time to pray. So I just wrote a whole bunch of different things. This is through time, you know, just writing things down. I'll never forget when I wrote this journal, I was at the prayer summit um, in Cannon Beach, which is the same prayer summit that that D was saved, he says, in 1989. It's when I first started writing this journal, I said, you know, God, I need to pray longer, and my mind is so distracted, so I started writing these things down, and this is the first things I start. God, give me you. Put that on the top. God, without you, I don't have anybody. God, I have to have you, not religion. God, I need to have you, not my job. God, I need to have you, not my ministry. I need you, because if I don't have you, I don't have anything. See, what you're doing is you're praying that concept. God, please give me knowledge. God, give me a heart to love all. God, give me patience. God, give me vision and ministry. God, give me your will. Give me a passion for your word. What you're doing is you're, you're begging God to, to fill you up. Even the sermon this morning is if you are an empty person, God will fill you up. This is a person that is getting on their knees and getting on your knees. You're making a statement that I am an empty person and you're asking for a filling. What is the filling? Filling is knowledge, a heart to love everybody, patience. Give me your will, a passion for your word. Give me a passion for prayer. And when you start praying for these things, it's gonna increase. God wants to answer these things. Give me a, a, a love for your church. Give me a broken heart for the unsaved, a passion for the poor. Give me a heart of service. Give me a desire to sacrifice. Give me pure motives. We're not judged by what we do, did you know that? We're judged by our motives. So I wouldn't say, God, help me do what I need to do. No. God, give me motives that are correct. And then as I look at motives, it's like, God, my motives in this area, God, are not good. God, change my heart in regards to these motives. These motives are driving me and they're wrong. I see it. So what you're doing is you're bringing your life into this prayer that has taken place. Pure motives give me a glimpse of myself. We do not see ourselves at all. We can see everybody else's sin, but we don't see ours. We can see everybody else's faults, but we don't see ours. Why don't we pray for it? You know, why, don't, why don't we say, God, I want to see myself so I can change, so I can have a reality of what I'm doing, a reality of what I'm saying. So just the repetitiveness. God, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. It sounds like you're hungry. So 
Those who are hungry will be what? Will be filled. So these are the statements that I just started off in my prayer journal. When I go through these, you know, God give me's, um, there was a time that I went through all these every single morning. And, uh, but there's also a time where I just go slow, go through eight of them, and then stop after eight of them and then go on to something else. But these kind of a heart of my prayer journal. The other place is, God, please design me. I mean, God wants to make you. God wants to build you. He wants to design you. Same thing. God, please make me into a righteous man. Make me into a patient man. Make me into a responsible man. If you're a woman, you'd put down woman. In fact, I would say, I would not encourage you to take this journal like this. I would not say do this. Don't take this journal like this and pray it like this. I would encourage you to write it in your own handwriting and put it right on your pages of this of, of paper that you pray right here and then go through each one and make it as personal as you possibly can. So you say, God, make me into a leader. Make me into a humble man if you're a woman. Make me into a humble woman. These are things that God wants to give you. They're, they're universal. And these things are the things that will take you beyond situations and circumstances. So if you have these, you don't really need a whole bunch of other things in life. It makes you powerful to deal with the things that you are, that you are facing. Moving to the next one. Uh, the greatest prayer in the Bible that's prayed more than anything else is a prayer for strength. Uh, so if there's prayer for strength, why don't I list them? God, give me strength to never complain. <laughs> uh, give me strength to never worry. Now, I don't know, that probably doesn't apply to you, but it applies to me, you know? Or maybe it doesn't apply to me, but it applies to you. <laughs> I don't know. It applies to everybody. Every single one of us are walking through life and when we're pleading to God, does God not want to answer that prayer? God, give me strength to never lust. Don't want to do it. Give me strength not to slander. Now I'll tell you the difficult part about this prayer journal is that you go in the storehouse of prayer in the morning in the throne room of grace and you pray for these things. I'll tell you the bad thing that's gonna happen is that when you're in your office and you start to slander somebody, you're gonna go, I asked God this morning not to slander. You actually, you see it. You, all these things start to come out because you, you see it. God, help me to be humble. God, I'm not being humble. God, I'm being arrogant. I'm being proud. But when we pray it, it's a reminder every single morning as you're spending time with God working through these things. Give me strength to never lie. Give me strength to never be angry. Give me strength to use my money for you. So just... Some basic things. You guys could read these and you could write your own. You know, put your own in there. Make it personal of the things that uh, you walk through, the things that you struggle with. And then when you look at the concept of thanking God, um, that's when God shows up. There's a, a, a passage in Second Chronicles. And, and uh, I'm sorry, it's First Chronicles. First Chronicles, what happens is, is that um, Solomon built the temple. And when he builds the temple, um, they start to sacrifice to God. Because what's supposed to take place at the temple? God is supposed to fill his Shekinah glory. He's supposed to fill it up. So they sacrifice. Why do they sacrifice? Because they want God to, to fill it up. And then they start to pray. And God still doesn't fill up the temple. They start to give to God. They start to pray. They start to sacrifice. They start to evaluate their lives and confess their sins. God still doesn't show up. And then it says these words. When they gave thanks to God, thank you, God, 
All of a sudden, God showed up. <laughs> That's when Shekinah glory came down. So I remember that passage deep in my mind. God, if I don't say thank you, God, you're not going to fill me up. You're not going to come to my presence. God, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my daughters. Thank you for pouring heaven into my heart. Thank you for your word. Thank you for meeting me in prayer. I mean, if you have a scheduled time and you're, you're praying these things, you know, you're not just mentioning them, you're just going into prayer with these things, it carries, it carries a lot of power, a lot of strength. God, please forgive me would be another category that is there. God, please forgive my unbelief and hard heart. We have unbelief and we have hard hearts. It's just, it's all of us, it's, it's universal. Why don't we try to break it down? Where do you break it down? Break it down in prayer. Why would we go anywhere else to break it down? Let's break it down in prayer. Forgive my lack of faith. I mean, if I have faith can small as a mustard seed, I can move a mountain. That just shows how my lack is there in regards to my faith. Forgive me for my lack of faith. Forgive me for my lit life and walk. Forgive me for my unfaithfulness to the souls of men. Forgive me for, my, for bringing dishonor to your name. How many times I bring dishonor to our name. You know, I, I gave this prayer journal uh, to somebody and somebody uh, said these words, I hated your prayer journal. And the reason why is because it, it, it beat me up, <laughs> you know. It's like, well, I, I don't care about beat up, I want reality. And when you look at reality, reality beats you up. But when you look at reality in the concept of God being present, then God saves you. Beat yourself up so redemption can take place. Empty yourself out so you can be made whole. That's the way that God, that God works. So, so do it in a prayer. Ask for, God, forgive me for my private sins. Then you start mentioning your sins that are, that are private. And, and as you're walking through those, forgive me for the sins that, that I don't know I've committed. Because I, I, I'm, you know, I committed more than you can possibly even imagine. Forgive me for my cold prayers. Boy, do I have cold prayers. Consistently have cold prayers. Forgive me for quenching your spirit, for loving the world. Forgive me for my lustful heart, my roaming eye. Forgive me for the little amount of money that I give to you. So this isn't just another concept that just gets us sparked into prayer. All right. Oh, and then at the very end of forgive me, this would be on page five, very end of forgive me, I just have this concept of prayer. God, I know that if I do not walk holy before you, then I'm a little used to you. So God, please pardon all my sins, known and unknown, felt and unfelt, confessed and not, forget, for, and not confessed, remembered and forgotten. Good Lord, please hear, and in hearing, forgive. Under this, in, inside my journal, I have uh, um, some passages that I also have written inside of my journal as, as well. And uh, it's all about consequences of sin. <laughs> so when I go, God, please forgive me, then I have all these passages inside my prayer journal, and I pray those passages of what sin is going to do to you and how it's going to rip apart your family and tear you to shreds. And so what you're doing is you're really getting real and raw before God. So that's the first part, the first part of the prayer journal uh, that ends on page, I would just say, ends on page, ends on page four. And um, so the second part is uh, um, moved into, um, and this is uh, called The Valley of Vision, is the book. You can write that down if you want, because if you do not own The Valley of Vision, buy The Valley of Vision. If I had two books 
on this world, and not three. I could not have any more. I would take the Bible and the Valley of Vision. <laughs> actually, i take the Bible and my prayer journal. Those would be the one. But the prayer journal is actually parts of this Valley of Vision. All it is is prayers that have been compiled by, uh, by the Puritans, by Charles Spurgeon. These are Charles Spurgeon prayers, the Puritans' prayers. Um, ancient prayers that they wrote them down. And when they wrote them down, you can see their focus. And when, you, when I read their focus, my heart was gravitated towards, God, this needs to be my focus. God, I need to be changed in prayer. I need to have the right concepts of prayer. And I need to pray towards the right direction. And that's why I ended up taking this book and I grabbed some of the prayers that I just, I just wrote the whole prayer on there. And uh, so I end up praying it. And uh, when I pray it, again, I, I'm not just formal, say, okay, I'm gonna pray this and then I'm gonna move to step two, pray this and move to step three. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray it slow. God, in your hands, in your hand is my life. Keep me from fluttering about religion. Fix me firm in it. For I'm uncertain on how to act or proceed. My decisions are smoke and vapor, and I do not glorify you or behave according to your will. I ask that you forgive me, I ask that you guide me, I ask that you send me. So my mind is moving towards that, and I'm praying off of it. Please don't cut me off before my thoughts go to response. And the bubbling of my soul into your flower. For you are patient and good, kind and forbearing. So it would just be a statement of prayer. God, open my eyes. Open my eyes. God, please, I put it in first person. God, please move upon my disordered heart. Take my informalities and my untruly desires, unruly desires and hateful lust. Lift the midst of darkness of unbelief and brighten my soul with pure light of truth. Make it fragrant as a garden of paradise, rich with every good food, beautiful with heavenly grace and radiant with the rays of divine light. Just prayers that set you on fire. I wanted to find a, I should have a. So the next couple pages are just those, those prayers that are just mentioned. In fact, I just say pages from uh, uh, five to seven. Those are just entire prayers that um, I wrote. Actually, no, it's not. It's five to, five to eight. Sorry about that. Five to eight, because something new is going to start in the middle of eight. So you can take a pencil if you can and just draw a big old line. This is going to be a new a new section in regards to um, the prayers that are um, taking place. So all those are is just written prayers. You'll sign. You'll find them. The entire prayer that's in that journal. I pray pray those prayers. Um, the prayer that I um, oh I didn't mention it this morning at nine o'clock. I never even got to it. Um, the valley of vision is kind of the prayer that is even driving us. The way down is the way up. The way to be low is to be high. That the broken spirit is a healed heart. The contrite spirit is a rejoicing spirit. That the repenting soul is a victorious soul. That to have nothing is to possess all. To bear the cross is to wear the crown. To give is to receive. That the valley is a place of vision. That is um, 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 a concept that I do not know unless I read it, unless I pray it. Okay? So now, after you drew the line between halfway through eight, we're gonna move on to um, prayer starts. And again, everything is gonna be um, first person, and these guys are gonna be, some are gonna be a little longer, and most of them are gonna be short. And all they are is prayer starts to get you, to get you going more. I wanna start with a, a shorter one, so I don't wanna do this uh, on page eight. I want you to turn to page seven. 
I'm going to start with some shorter ones. So these are prayer starts that pushes you towards a direction of where I believe I need prayer for. God, please water my soul richly with divine blessing. And so what I'd do is I would formulate a prayer that would come after that. And if I can't formulate a prayer, I would just move to the next one. God, please water my soul richly with divine blessing. God, there's so many worldly blessings that are offered in this world. Help them to taste bitter in my mouth. Help me not to gravitate my life or take thy time or take my money to go after them. But God, help me to focus on the divine blessings, knowing that every piece of your blessing, God, is, is life to me, is, is a gift to me, and I ask for it. God, I am blind, please be my light. God, I am ignorant, please be my wisdom. God, I am self-willed, please be my mind. So often drive myself and do my ministry by myself without your power and without your strength. Why I do that, I don't know, God, but I do, and I consistently do. And I ask for forgiveness, and I ask me to refocus myself, God, knowing that I am ignorant and I need your wisdom, knowing that I am self-willed and I need your mind. God, please open my ear to grasp quickly the Spirit's voice. If I don't hear your Spirit's voice, I have nothing to offer to anybody. If I have your Spirit's voice, I have everything to offer everybody. God, is your Spirit's, vo- is your Spirit's voice, God, that needs to be heard throughout this world? And God, I just pray that I'd be somebody, God, who could proclaim it. God, please melt my conscience so no hardness remains. God, I'd rather have my conscience raw, God, than a hard heart. God, when my conscience is raw, God, I can respond to the prompting that you have given me in my life. If my conscience is hard, God, I embrace sin that destroys me, my family, and the church that I work under. I just pray for a raw conscience, God, and I don't want a heart heart at all. God, please preserve me from any intoxication that comes from prosperity. God, I know that the fact of being poor, God, is a healthy place. Being prosperous, God, is is a very unhealthy place. Because in the Bible, God, we see consistently that prosperity pulls people away from you, pulls away from the dependence that people should be on, and pulls people away from you. God, I just pray as prosperity comes, God, that I would hand it all in your hand, knowing it's all you gave it to me anyway. You know, it's just what you're doing is just consistently praying these prayer points. And you will see that this is the bulk of the prayer journal. You have a lot of these prayer points. Now, what I do is I have a marker in my, my um, journal. I go through them until I set an amount of time, you know. I set an hour in prayer. And, and when I do, when I get done with an hour, then I stop. And then I move towards reading. So this is a, another piece of my, my prayer journal. Just prayer points. God, I'm stupid. Destroy the pride of me that destroys your name. You know, we don't think that way. <laughs> you know, we, we think, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That's why these prayer points come out. God, you made me what I am and give me what I have. We just need to be pointed towards that direction. I'm just reading them, but as you read them and pray over them, uh, you will see that the focus um, should, be, should be a healthy focus. All right, moving right along to the next area. It'll be on page 40. When we talk about um, meditation, we're going to talk a lot about the book of Psalms because Psalms is about a book of meditation. But what Psalms is, 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 uh, is prayers. I mean, consistent prayers all the way through the book. But sometimes they're not recognizable. And uh, as a result of them not being recognizable, you just read over it. It's like, oh yeah, this person did, said this, this person said this. 
Um, what I've done here is I've taken every single prayer. Uh, maybe I won't say every single prayer because you might find one that I didn't get. But I take a prayer and I put it into first person. And if a psalmist prayed it, why wouldn't I pray it? And why wouldn't I pray it exactly how the psalmist prayed? I mean, because what happens is that we all have prayers and they come out as this is how I pray. Well, the best way to pray is pray the way the Bible prays. <laughs> if they prayed it, why don't you pray for it? If they asked for it, why don't you ask for it? If they plead for it, why don't you plead for it? And so this is what uh, these prayers are, and hopefully every single psalm that has a prayer um, is there. So what do these psalmists pray? Psalms 3 says this, God, you are a shield around me. You bestow your glory on me and lift my head. To you, O Lord, I cry aloud, and you answer me from your holy hill. You notice I put that in first person. So this person in Scripture is not praying it. I'm actually praying God. You are a shield about me. You bestow your glory on me and lift up my head. Do you think God wants you to know that? That's why we have the book of Psalms. So in the morning when you meet with God, why don't we open up first person prayers and say, God, this is what I'm going to pray this morning. Psalms 4, arise, O Lord, deliver me, O my God. Answer me when I call to you. Oh, my righteous God, give me relief from my distress. Be merciful to me and hear my prayer. And then it could prompt into another piece. You can even say, God, I, haven't, I don't feel like you hear my prayer. Consistently prayed, and I've been praying for the last year and a half. And God, this dry as dirt duty, God seems to stay with me. But I haven't seen the answers to my prayers. I'm praying, God, and I want you to hear. So God, please, Hear and show me that you hear God by answering these prayers. So you can just spur off to continue to pray these scriptures. If you go into, um, I don't know what pages is, it's the Psalms 119. That's what all these are, um, is just Psalms prayers. Psalms 119 to be page 50, 53. I really like the short prayers because it's just fast, fast requests. And, uh, and I, um, scholars do not know exactly who wrote Psalms 119, and it makes Charles Spurgeon mad because he says, don't take this chapter away from David. <laughs> he says, this has gotta be David's chapter. So he thinks King David wrote it, so I agree with Spurgeon, because whatever Spurgeon says is probably okay. So Psalms 119, this is just first person prayers. God, please do not let me wander from your commandments. God, please deal bountifully with your servant that I may keep your word. I mean, these are the prayers that were being prayed. God, please open my eyes so that I may see your law. God, please take away a reproaching attempt from me. God, please teach me your statutes. Make me understand your way and your precepts. This, this book, I can't even handle this book. Psalms 119, 28, God, please strengthen me according to your precepts. God, please remove the false way from me and show me your precepts and grant me your law. And then you just keep on spurring out the prayers. God, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes. God, I do not know your statutes the way I should know your statutes. And I want to know the way. God, I want wisdom, God, when I read your word. I want understanding when I read your word. 
I want to be led, God, by you, and I know that your word leads me. Therefore, use it to teach me them. Help me to know them and apply them to my life. God, give me good understanding that I may observe your law and keep it, for all, keep it with all my heart. God, I don't want to not do your law. I want good understanding to see it, see it clearly and respond to it. Keep me, help me to keep it with all my heart, God, not just in my actions or not just in my behavior, knowing that the heart of me, God, is what's gonna produce the good or produce the character or produce the works. So God, don't let me just observe them. Let me keep it right to the center of my being, which is my heart. So you're just praying again consistently through those. So that's another huge bulk of the prayer journal is um, prayers through psalms. Um, I want to move to, hopefully this is not too confusing, uh, it would be page 57. Again, this is just praying through psalms, and you just saw a whole bunch of spurts that came out of Psalms 119. Now you have a longer prayers that come out through Psalms 119. So there's about eight pages um, on the book just of Psalms 119. And these prayers are just bringing out a little more, again, being in first person, are just bringing in a lot, uh, um, a lot more, um, not depth, but a lot, more, a lot more words that go to it. But I really like the focused ones, and I like these, like these, um, like these as well. And then the last one, um, I'm just in the process of doing this right now, so you're not gonna see him very much, but I'm taking Paul's prayers and um, wanting to put them into to first person. Again, prayers of Paul's, just writing them down. God, I thank you. God, I thank my God through Lord Jesus Christ for all of you because of your faith in being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve with my whole heart in preaching the gospel of his son, is my witness how constantly I remember you. So again, those are prayers that I've just taken, and then I will pray, I will pray over them as well. Okay? So just to kind of give you a fast summary before we open up for questions, um, I encourage you to read the whole thing. I encourage you to pray the whole thing. You can start from beginning and then just work through it. Um, it will not take a day. <laughs> might not even take a month. It depends how slow you go. It might take two months. Um, I usually try to get through my entire uh, prayer journal, you know, every quarter. And that's just because I just, I, I go slow. And there's a lot of times that I start praying scripture and different things like this. But this journal is something that I bring open every single morning, five o'clock in the morning, wake up, I bring open my Bible, open my prayer journal, and uh, my reading the Bible time, and then this is my prayer time. And this is where I focus um, all my prayer time. And the reason why I focus all my prayer time into this is because it branches me out to everything else. If I start here, I can branch out there. You know, God, please, you know, heal my family member from cancer. You know, I, I can go in there and I can say that, but it's going to be on my mind anyway. So as soon as I go to a prayer journal, it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna come out. So um, I, um, what I do, just have this all written down into one of these books. I encourage you to do so. Um, the Moleskin, this is just a regular old Moleskin um, book here, a moleskin book with a cover. This is my first one. I guess it lasted, eh, it lasted about 12 years, and then it's kind of fallen apart, fallen apart on me, so then I moved it to here. Um, this is a journal that is, uh, um, 
I would encourage you, if you're going to do this, I encourage you to get um, one of quality. This one costs $69. <laughs> it's a journal. Uh, goat skin leather. Evangelical Bible sells these journals. And what I do is I just, just write it in my journal. As I write it, I read it from my own handiwork. So in other words, I do not use this. I actually use this. I just had Miss Krause type this up for everybody's, for everybody's, um, so everybody can have it. So that's where we're at. Okay. Any questions or, or comments? Sorry, Steve, they're going to come back. They got one up there. Is it on? Okay. Just a logistical comment or question. I went on Amazon to look for that Valley of, what was it? Valley of? Valley of Vision. Valley of Vision book. It's on there, but if anyone's looking, there are a couple other books under the same title that are not the same. Mm. and are a little wacky looking. So um, really look carefully if you're going to order that because, yeah, there's multiple with the same title, but it is on there, and um, it just took a little digging to find the right one. I don't know if there's like a tagline or an author or something maybe you could specify. There is not. It's the Banner of Truth Trust is a producer. Okay. uh, I think it said something about Puritan. Yeah, Puritan. That's the right one. There was another one that was like a Catholic feminist kind of something when I dug into the content. So just be careful if you're. (laughs) If it doesn't look good, if it doesn't match this, then don't. Yeah, don't don't read or don't spend your money on it as well. Thank you for uh, for mentioning that. Yeah, Jane. So you know when it comes to. Journaling. I, I I have a a tendency to where when I when I write, I I don't know if I second guess or if I overshare in my mind to where it's like if are you writing your your journal your your sixty nine dollar one that you got there? Mm-hmm. Um, are you actually writing it in a way to where you're like I hope one of my kids never picks this up and <laughs> starts reading it, or are you writing it with a filter? That is a you know still you know personal, but with a, a little bit of a cautious flair. So that's a great question. Um, I have two journals. This is one. That's <laughs> all so you guys. You guys all have it, and uh, this is universal. And I just wrote this journal. It's universal, and it comes out. But I also have a, another journal. I don't write into as much um, as I I should. Um, but uh, that's a, my prayer journal as well, where I just write that journal. And, and it will be aggressive. You know, I, I'd write it, you know, just in the sense that, yeah, I don't want my, my children, you know, to, to look at it. Because what you're doing is you're, um, when you put things on paper, we underestimate that power. And the reason why is because we have to format our thinking. And as long as we don't put it on paper, we don't have to format our thinking. If we format it, it makes it intense, and then it makes it real because it is it is there so i would encourage you to be as raw as you can possibly be with a lock key all over or whatever whatever you want to do but i would encourage you because that's where mine is is that it is as raw as you can possibly be and mine um are you know you know i i personally am a person who's broken before god in other words the more i read the bible the more you see that the more broken you, that you go into God's presence, you're just, you're just a shattered being. So people would read mine and go, boy, you're a mess. I mean, it's like, yeah, I know. That's where, that's where I pour my soul out on its pages of, of God 
I'm a mess, but you are everything. It's almost like where you're meeting God. And as long as we're not a mess, God's not good. In fact, the amount of grace that is given to you is determined on how big of a mess you are. So in other words, as long as we're here, you know, then God is only here. But if we're here, I mean, that, that's, that's where you see the beauty and the majesty and the glory of God. That's why in the New Testament you see who's always mentioned. Prostitutes. The prostitute came to Jesus. They're all unclean. The prostitutes, the prostitutes, the prostitutes, the sinners. That's what you see. Why? Because when you see God save this, you see the massive amount of grace that God has. And so the journal that you write is just a disclosure of God's grace. People can think, it's a disclosure of me and it's ugly and I hate it and it's not good. You're not there to see yourself. You're there to see God. So put yourself on the pages so you can see the beauty of God. Yeah, I'd go as aggressive as you possibly could. But this one right here, this one's different. This is a whole different journal. Steve, looks down here, Edwin. Thanks for asking a question. And when it comes to the valley um, of vision, CBD, it's not CBD, it's called... Christian book distributors. It used to be called CBD until every time you search CBD, you got marijuana. So, so they changed the name of it. It says it's Christian book distributors. So Christian book distributors is where I buy a, a lot of my books, and, uh, and they should have this. There is a cheaper version, and there's also an expensive version. Again, I just get the expensive because you wear them out. It's Smith-Sewn. I mean, it's just you need, you need one that's going to last if you're going to use it. My wife and I, we bought an expensive bed because we spend a third of our life in it. You're gonna, if you're going to spend a lot of time in it, buy the good one. And so that's where um, I get this, the Valley of Vision. So uh, my handwriting has gotten uh, worse and worse every, yeah. all the time. Uh, sometimes I can't read my own handwriting. So I've tried to look at electronic journals, you know, that you can get on your phone or something. But can you recommend any good electronic journals uh, that, because there's a lot of them. I've seen a lot of Catholic journals, mm -hmm. but none that are, you know, uh, specifically designed for uh, yeah. a person, you know, that uh, doesn't want a denominational. He wants a spiritual, a, a godly journal not uh you know a catechism or anything like the catholics yeah so um couple a couple things with that um first off is that um you know d reads his bible on the computer um uh, i don't i have to have the bible i have to have the bible i have to have it smelling i have to have it you know smell like leather i have to have it written i have to i have to taste it i have to uh, i just there's i have to have it that's what i I have to have. When it comes to journal, I have to write it. I have to feel it. I have to, that's, that's me. Uh, when it comes to my phone and reading off my phone, you know, I'll read the news. You know, that's, that's it. So maybe there's somebody else in the room that would be able to recommend a journal uh, that is there. But also about the recommendation of a journal. I would not, I, how do I say this? Um, Sometimes journals will work for people. In other words, you'll see a journal that's taken place. But you said, you, you know, in regards to the Catholics, in regards to, you know, um, Orthodox, in regards to different, you know, different concepts that are given into uh, the pages. Um, 
make sure that it's connected to the Word of God, but you don't know it's connected to the Word of God unless you read a lot of the Word of God and you read a lot of the journal and, and those kind of things. Um, the reason why I just wrote this is because I wanted something that I believed was completely and entirely aligned with truth. And so when it comes to, I agreed with this, so I wrote it. I agreed with this, so I wrote it. I agreed with this, so I wrote it. Um, if you're reading a journal, find something that's like, this is right, and then you write it yourself. Um, I would encourage you to um, have it written uh, more of a, a, you know, on your phone or have you on electronics, have it written yourself. Even if you're using somebody else's, just plagiarize it and don't sell it. Just read it yourself. And because I've transferred, I transferred this. That's why I don't sell this because I'll go to jail. I transferred this, a lot of this, into, into here. And then I transfer a lot of the Bible into here. And then I have a mix of myself inside of that. So that's what this, that's what this is. So I don't have any journals that I'd recommend because this is the only journal I use, and this is a compilement of, of about 12 years. That's what, that's what I would do. And even if you want, yeah, if you wanted, um, if you wanted a, a computer copy of this, Miss Krause would mail you one. But then you could just cut and paste, you know, in other words, and just format it the way that you want to format it. But it might not be this big. I mean, so in other words, this is, takes years to put it together. And it might be something, well, I don't want to put that down. I don't want to put that down. You know, you might just find different, different points. Or you might take complete pieces out. You might just take the Psalms and just, I mean, everybody should take the Psalms. <laughs> I mean, plagiarize it, sell that, you know, because, <laughs> you know, it's the Bible. Um, just take the Psalms and pray it. it. Carries a lot of power. A lot of power. You will go through mountains, you'll go through valleys, you'll go through dry spurts. You'll go through rich spurts. Um, you'll go through, um, um, how do I say this, um, area enrichment. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Is uh, every, uh, twice a year, I end up going to Odell Lake, and um, I rent a, an Airbnb, a cabin up there. And I always go in the December or February, because I want the snow to be packed on the ground. And I go with my Bible, and I go with my prayer journal, and I will tell you that that's the spot for a week. Not for a day, not for a morning, it's a spot for a week. And, um, and then you just enjoy it. And you just feed off of it. You know, convince yourself, this is life. This is bread. This is good. This is healthy. I want more. I want more. I want more. I want more. And then, and then base, off of, base that um, off of that. So make this um, a part of your life. Make a, remember I talked about solitude. Find your spot. You know, I have a spot. The most comfortable chair in my house. In front of my window, you know, that's a spot that I sit there and read. I think that's where I'm really messing up is because now I'm sitting at the table trying to, you know, underline and try and go through slow. I need to get back into my spot, look out my window and spend, and spend that time. So uh, find yourself a spot, find yourself a book and find yourself a word. Open all three of them and go to work. And that would be the, that'd be the challenge. And if you go through a valley that's low, don't stop. Just keep on going because you climb up and down as you're doing the devotion.